Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hi, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America on this Wednesday night, November 2nd. We are days away from the midterm elections. And I want to talk to you tonight about how dark the Democrat Party is. Dark. Evil, as a matter of fact. Didn't we just see one of its nominees for president in 2020, Tulsi Gabbard, leave the party? That, that mean, I mean, that's a significant development, right? And uh, I, I, she said, this party is, has set itself against our freedoms. It's a group of elites, a cabal of elite warmongers, she said. But they're set against our freedoms. There's a reason why they're set against our freedoms. And I'm saying this to you tonight. We're going to do our scripture and then our prayer. Uh, but I'm saying this to you tonight to reinforce something I said a number of programs ago. And it's a theme that we need to be reiterating with our fellow voters over and over and over again during these last days before the midterms. And that is, hey, listen, you know, you don't like a Republican candidate in your state or, uh, you know, you're not so sure. Be sure about the parties. Be sure about how wicked the policies are of the Democrat Party and how you don't want to grant them control anymore in the Congress. That's the big prize in this election. Take control away from the Democrats in the Congress because they're dark. The party is dark. You don't want them having power over America. That's the point. So even if a voter is unsure, well, I don't know if this candidate in my particular state for U.S. Senate or for U.S. House is all the best. Listen, are they Republican or are they Democrat? And a lot of people say, oh, well, it's not about the party. It's about the candidate. I'm here to tell you it's about the party and not so much about the candidate. In this election, at least, where Congress is pretty much split down the middle and this election is going to decide. It's not just deciding who's your representative, who's your senator. It's not just deciding what's going to happen in your district, what's going to happen in your state. It's deciding the whole direction of the country because it's deciding the balance of power in the Congress. Okay, so I'm going to go through just a little bit of uh, history, a couple of points. Isaiah. Let's go to Isaiah 53 for our reading tonight, and we'll pray for America. Who has believed our message, verse 1 says, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. One from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. But it was our infirmities that he bore, our sorrows that he endured. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our sins. Upon him was the chastisement that made us whole. And by his stripes, we are healed. We all like sheep had gone astray. 
each of us turning to his own way. And the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Let us pray. Father, we look at your Son, Jesus Christ, the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Indeed, our sins are upon his shoulders. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, who is sacrificed because of our iniquities. Lord, as we pray for America, we ask you to take away our iniquities as a nation and protect us, Lord, protect us. In this election, protect us. In the political arena, protect us. In the voting booth, from the reign of iniquity. Help us to recognize iniquity, Lord, where it gets crystallized, where it gets institutionalized. Lord, help us recognize iniquity where it raises its ugly head and threatens us, our safety, our borders, our economy, our communities, our streets, our schools, our families, our children, our unborn, our religious freedom, our churches. Lord, let us not be blind to the specter of iniquity. But let us recognize that in the Democrat Party we have iniquity institutionalized. No longer is this just a matter of people of goodwill disagreeing on particular policies. That we can deal with. A healthy nation can accommodate disagreements on policies. But Lord God, we are talking about people of bad will. We are talking about not just disagreements over policy, but conflicts and irreconcilable wars on the level of principle. Help our people understand, Lord, that that is what it is at stake in this election and help them vote accordingly. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Let me go over to the whiteboard. By the way, before I do that, you know about this, right? Came out a couple years ago, Death of a Nation, by our friend Dinesh D'Souza. Death of a Nation is a book by the same title. Before you vote, if you haven't voted already, before you talk to your friends who are going to vote, go back and watch that film, Death of a Nation. What Dinesh D'Souza does is he traces the dark roots of the Democrat Party and shows something I'm going to show on the whiteboard here. Let's go over there. This might seem to be, um, to some, extreme rhetoric. But when you compare the party platform of the Nazi party that was signed off on by Hitler, and you just take the principles, you take the policy uh, 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 holdings of that platform, and you read them off, and you ask, does this bear more resemblance today to the Democrat platform or to the Republican platform? The answer, brothers and sisters, is undeniable. It's the Democrat platform. So I want to talk about the dark past and present of the Democrat Party. Let's use the blue marker. The Democrat Party. 
sad. It's sad that we should even have to talk this way. It's sad that there should be a political party. I mean, you know, political parties, uh, they can exist. They can be different. They can have different proposals. I mean, again, I think that's part of a, a healthy society where you uh, you don't have everybody thinking in lockstep with one another. You got different proposals, different ideas, different experiences, different perspectives. That in and of itself is healthy. But when you look at, for example, let's ask a question. Let's go to the red here. Let's ask a question about the Republican Party. How did it start? Why did it start? Who was its first president? You know, you can go a long way in, in influencing those within your circles of influence just by asking those basic questions. Who was the first, the, the, the founding president of the, uh, uh, elected by the Republican Party? Abraham Lincoln. First Republican president. Why? To abolish slavery. To abolish slavery. How did the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan, flourish? What fueled it? The Democrat Party. Democrat support for the KKK against the Republican efforts to promote equality and protection for the black population. Read the history. Read the history. Democrat victories, Democrat victories across the legislatures of the South were aimed at reestablishing white supremacy. White supremacy, did you say? Is that what you hear these radical Democrats complaining about today? Wow. Talk about people ignorant of their own history. These people are at the bottom of the barrel. They really are. Bottom of the barrel. But it goes back even to even darker roots than that, sadly. Nazi Party, and so I'm sorry to have to say this, you know, but then again, I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm giving you some, some historical facts. But again, read, read Dinesh D'Souza's book, Death of a Nation. The, the uh, Nazi Party... 25 points. See, see, if people just throw terms around, that's not good if they don't back it up. You know, you just throw terms. You don't want to call people Nazis. The other side does that to us all the time. You know, uh, they want to call people names. This is not name calling, okay? This is delving into history. 25-point platform. Let me just put a couple of the things that it included and tell me if they sound familiar. Universal, now this was signed off on by Hitler. Universal free healthcare and education. Now nobody's saying that healthcare or education are evil or, or bad. That's not what we're saying, of course. What we're saying is the tendency here 
is government control. That's the idea. Government control of all these things. Um, land seizure, okay? Seizure of land. Um, control of the banks. And punishing them for, for greed. Um, splitting of large land holdings into smaller units, nationalization of large corporations and trusts, confiscation of war profits, profit sharing for workers in large companies. These were all positions of the Nazi platform that was moving towards the government having control of your life. That is what the Democrat Party buys in to today. There is no denying that. Now, brothers and sisters, what is also very dark and disturbing in the midst of this is manipulation of society. Now, you don't see these trends, do you, in the, in the radical left that controls the Democrat Party? Of course they want to manipulate society. They want to tear it all down and build it up from scratch in a whole new way. Look at the, uh, uh, these radical groups that want to destroy the nuclear family. Yeah, BLM had to take that off their website, didn't they? Oh, we're against the nuclear family. Of course they are. You study the woke culture. That's what this is. The manipulation of society. What is the woke culture? What is critical theory? Now, critical race theory is only one aspect of critical theory. And this goes so far as to say that the very idea that there's something true, the very idea of the scientific method, the very idea of morality, the very existence of topics like mathematics, the very idea that in school there's a right answer or a wrong answer on an exam is racist. These people are sick. This is a complete reinvention of society. A complete reset of human thinking. You go along with this garbage and you can't even have a conversation anymore. And that's exactly where you end up. That's why these people go riot in the streets, burn down buildings. Of course, burning down buildings is the only option they've left themselves. Because they've erased any possibility of, of constructive conversation or participation in, in, in a civil debate. There's no such thing for these people. Because it, it, it's, all, it's, all, it's all racist in its very essence, in the very marrow of your bones. You have racism that you didn't put it there, but you can't get it out of there either. That's why this is so dangerous. But here's the other thing. Manipulation of society necessarily involves the manipulation of the human person. What's the party that supports genetic manipulation? stem cell research that would be even to the point of destroying human lives in order to create progress. Well, think back again. We put that word Nazi up there. And again, I use this very cautiously, not to engage in some kind of superficial name calling, but to try to delve a little bit into history here. What 
did they do in regard to the manipulation of the human person? They did medical experimentation on human beings that was later condemned at Nuremberg. The Nuremberg trials. In 1948, go back and read them. They condemned what the Nazi party authorized with experimentation on human beings and including abortion and euthanasia. In fact, in, in 1975, fast forwarding a few decades, the German Supreme Court made a decision striking down a law legalizing abortion. You know what they said? If we do not respect unborn life equally with born life, we will be thinking like Nazis. That's the German Supreme Court back in, well, right around the same time the United States was going in the opposite direction with Roe versus Wade. The Nazis used abortion as one of the means of genocide. And again, the Nuremberg trials specifically, explicitly condemned this. But let me take a step back here. Understand the overall point I'm making. Government control to manipulate and reshape society, today taking form of this woke culture. That's why it's indoctrination. That's why they don't care about your rights as parents. They're on a mission to remake society. They don't care about your rights as parents. That is, that's, they are, they have nothing to do with it. These children, like Kamala Harris said uh, in a speech not long ago, oh, but they, they're ours. These children are ours. They belong to the state. Is this what you want to vote for? See, this goes right down to the voting taking place a few days from now. Your fellow citizens, because they don't like the personality of a candidate in their district or in their state, you have to help them see the bigger picture here. You're going to allow these kind of people to take over in Congress? I'll gladly vote for a very imperfect candidate to take over my district or to represent the, uh, my state in the U.S. Senate if it means keeping power out of this crazed party that's gone so woke that one of their candidates in the primary for the presidency of the United States dropped out of the party altogether just a matter of weeks ago. Uh, this has gotten really, really bad. And the manipulation of the person throwing moral norms out the window. In fact, not only disagreeing with those moral norms, you can disagree with somebody's moral norms and maintain a measure of respect for that person. But no, they look down on Christian moral norms and they say that it's discriminatory and dangerous. Let me go back to my chair and conclude with this. Friends, the Republicans have a coherent message in this election. We've got problems with the economy. Inflation is out of control. It's at record high. We have recession going on. We have problems with crime. It is, again, at record high levels. And we have no southern border left. Again, record high levels. It's an invasion of the United States of America. 
The Republicans have been able to be very, very consistent on that messaging. And voters are rallying around these concerns, whether they're Republican, Democrat, or independent. That's why this wave is going to be, it's going to be red, but it's going to be an American wave. It's going to be red in result. It's going to be red, white, and blue in makeup, in motivation. Because people don't want unsafe neighborhoods. They don't want a non-existent border. They don't want ridiculous prices. That's our unified message here. We need change. The Democrats, they're totally out of control. They've got uh, one person over here saying, oh, well, our message should be abortion. The other person, oh, our message should be January 6th. Oh, our message should be uh, political violence. And, oh, and they're all over the map. They don't know what to say. They focus on late-term abortion. They think people are more interested in having late-term abortion than in having reasonable gas prices, or they'd rather have late-term abortion than safe streets. How badly they interpret the mind of the American people. But as one Democrat mayor of New York City years ago, Mayor LaGuardia, said, there's not a Democrat or Republican way of cleaning the streets. We got it. We're getting back to real basics here. Basics of morality, right to life, religious freedom, American freedom, and also the basics of just how is a country supposed to work? This is why we win in this election. This is why we win. And this is the kind of conversation, friends, that you and I need to have with our fellow voters over the next few days. Tomorrow night, there's a rally of President Trump. We won't have our Praying for America program tomorrow night. We'll be back Friday night with Alveda King, by the way. But tomorrow night, let's watch President Trump because he'll hit on these themes. He'll hit on them nice and strong. He's going to be speaking in Iowa. His talk comes on at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Let's watch him. And now let's pray. Father, thank you for America. Thank you, Lord. We look at history, and Lord, we're not... We're not interested in being superficial. We're not interested in calling people names. We're interested in understanding history. We're interested in understanding the roots of the modern Democrat Party and, 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 and the origins of their government control ideas. Their ideas that destroy things like the family and basic morality and basic truth. Lord God, save our nation. This is down to the level of saving America. This is not just different ideas about policies or different programs. Let's see if they work. This is about saving our our republic. Lord, give us, please, the grace to influence our fellow voters, to find those of like mind and to rally them around this cause and to persuade those who are ambivalent or confused and help us to do it with clarity and charity. Let's pray in the words Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, remember what President Trump always tells us. 
He'll tell us again tomorrow night. We are part of the biggest, greatest political movement in American history. Make America great again. Never doubt it. This country doesn't belong to those who are trying to destroy it. It belongs to you. We kneel only to God, not to government. The best days of America are yet to come. I'm Father Frank Pavone. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone. Connect with Right Side Broadcasting at RSB Network. We'll see you on Truth Social. See you on Getter. We thank Getter for carrying our live programs. And uh, we'll watch President Trump tomorrow. And then we'll be back to talk to you on Friday. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.